Shiny Epi People. I'm Lisa Bodner. Today, no one is on the show. I just wanted to take a few minutes to wrap up season one and share some thoughts I have about this experience, what I'll be doing on the break, and where I think I might want to go with the show. So I thought about making a podcast for at least a year before I finally launched it. You may have seen me reach out via Twitter back then and tweet, if I made a show where I interview epidemiologists about their careers, but mostly personal and goofy things, would you listen? And people said yes. Abby Diaz was the one who suggested the name Shiny Epi People, which I thought was amazing. Thank you, Abby. But I was super nervous to do this. And two things finally pushed me over the edge to give it a try. One was being a guest along with Jamie Gratis on Matt Fox's podcast, Free Associations. Matt asked me to do this. I was so nervous before I went on the show. And I kept asking Matt, what if I screw up and say something stupid? Will you edit it out? And he was like, yo, it's going to be good. And then once I was on the show, I was like, oh, that was so much fun. I could totally do that. And then the second influence, what really made me do the show was the pandemic. So in July of 2020, you can remember back then, we were in the depths of the pandemic. And at least for me, things felt really hopeless. I was starving for human connection. I was missing laughter. And certainly I was missing any type of novelty. I knew at the time intellectually that the podcast was going to take up a lot of my time. I mean, of course, I had really no idea how much time it was going to take up, but I really felt like learning something new was what I needed at that time. And it was research. I spent all sorts of time trying to figure out how to actually launch a podcast. And so four months into the pandemic, here I was with a new show. So I started out thinking that I would just interview my epidemiologist friends. I knew that they were interesting, insightful, funny people who really wouldn't mind sharing personal things to a broad audience. But something really cool happened instead. I realized that the podcast was my chance at not only allowing me to meet new people in our field, which met a huge need for me, but also to introduce these really amazing folks to the public health community and beyond. Podcasting turned into a hobby that I derive great joy and satisfaction from, but what came as the most wonderful surprise was that this show resonated with you too. I've heard from so many of you who've told me what needs the show has helped you meet, how it's validated your experience, how you felt more a part of the public health community, how it's helped you feel less alone. I especially want to give a shout out to all the non-public health, non academic folks who listen, including people like my dance partner, Leland, my kid's former babysitter, Candy, my attorney friend, Pearson, my 21-year-old niece, Kelsey, and I think even some of her 21-year-old friends. I've gotten messages from academics in fields outside of public health whose non-academic partners regularly listen to the show. And I think that really speaks to the relatability of the stories my guests so generously shared. I'm really overwhelmed the impact that 30 minutes of chatting and being goofy has had on you. I think one of the most important things to come out of this show 
is that it's given me a platform to highlight people whose voices are too often not heard, who have been marginalized in our field, in science, and in society. And I have no doubt made mistakes in my interviews. It has been a privilege to learn alongside many of my listeners things that I wish I would have known before I started the show. I am lucky enough to be speaking at the upcoming SER meeting, the virtual one that's going to be happening in about a month. And I plan to talk about the podcast and what it has taught me about epidemiologists and the power of humanity and authenticity. So if you attend SER, you might be interested in listening. Let me give you a few stats about the nine months since the show's launch. All 40 episodes have hit at least a 1,000 downloads over time. That includes well-known and less well-known folks. My 10-year-old is thrilled that her episode has hit, I don't know, maybe it's 12 or 1,300 downloads at this point. She's really proud of herself. There have been a grand total of 46,000 downloads of shiny Epi People episodes so far. They are from all over the world. They are on every continent except Antarctica. So if you know any of the scientists who stay at one of those stations there, or maybe you know a penguin savvy with a smartphone, do me a solid. Tell them about the show. I really need all seven continents. High achievers out there. I know you can relate. So now for a bunch of thank yous. This show is nothing if not for guests who have opened up to me through just a video call, the vast majority of whom did not know me ahead of this phone call. We all know how impersonal and unpleasant video calls can be, and yet my guests have been open to exposing parts of themselves that they don't often expose in a professional setting, let alone to a thousand listeners on a public platform. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am exceptionally grateful to the show's amazing patrons. It is felt this year like I started a small business, except that it doesn't turn a profit. So I guess I started a nonprofit. Um, My patrons, you guys have actually donated your own hard-earned money to help me produce the show. I can't believe that. Um, Don't worry. While the show is on break between seasons, your donations will be paused. I'm so grateful. Thank you to the Academes podcast team for the crossover episode. That increased my listenership substantially. Thank you, those who are close to me, who I turned to when I needed some reassurance or advice about my approach to the show. I needed that a lot. And then, of course, dear listeners, thank you for listening, for giving me a chance, for trusting me, for letting my guests and me Come into your home or your car or grocery store for 30 minutes each week. Thank you for sharing the show on social media or with your own people. Thank you for sharing with me the parts of the show that resonated with you. It has truly helped to keep me motivated to put out more shows throughout the year, and it has definitely motivated a season two. All of you made this show what it is. I'm so overwhelmed. So when will season two begin? I'm not sure. That's something I'm thinking a lot about. I know I'm going to take the summer off. I need a break. Uh, I need to, in particular, break up with Adobe Audition. Uh, I need to stop thinking for a little bit about noise reduction and matching loudness on multiple tracks of audio and EQ and sample rates uh, and why the file suddenly won't save. 
Why does that happen on audition? Why? And where audition stores the backups? Oh my God. Like this is audition, very powerful, but very frustrating. So one thing I do know about season two is that I can't produce the show in the same way I did the season weekly, where I do all the parts essentially for free. So I want to find a way to monetize this bad boy, and I will spend some of the summer trying to figure out how to do that. I've actually enrolled in an eight-week course called Podcast Moguls from a woman whose small business is called Side Hustle Pro. Thanks to Kemi Dole for telling me about this. It is going to do things like teach me how to gain sponsorships, make an income from the show, and market the podcast. I know that I will need to pitch my show to potential sponsors. So if you know how to do that type of thing, or you know someone who does and would help me for free, please reach out. My email is shinyepipeople at gmail.com. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, I will keep you connected with what I'm working on and a timeline for when I'll be coming back. And of course, I will be reminding you about the awesome 40 episodes that exist and that you can go back and listen to. On my Instagram, I will continue doing the shiny Epi Pets posts, which everyone seems to really like. I think I will be putting out two summer episodes. One will be with some shiny alums to do a silly live tasting of Pop-Tarts a la Matt Fox's episode. I would also like to revisit some of the early season one guests because many of them have some really exciting life updates. And most importantly, during the break between seasons, I am going to do things that we haven't been able to do for the last year plus. My kids are going to be away at sleepaway camp for many weeks, which is a godsend to all of us, especially after the shit show of a year. I'm going to be seeing friends, restauranting. I hope to travel. I might want to like work in a coffee shop. I remember what that was like. That was nice. Maybe my favorite club will open up again and I can go dancing at In Bed by 10, which is from 6 to 9 p.m. And people 21 to 71 come to dance to music everyone knows. And actually you're in bed by 10. I'm going to catch up on TV I want to see. By the way, if you haven't watched Dark on Netflix, stop listening and go start it. And I have a big personal project, which is to make family photo books of years worth of photos. I have these books for 2012 through 15, I think, and my kids look through them all the time. And I need to catch up. It's a lot of years a lot of photos to go through because if you're like me you take like six photos of like exactly the same thing or like a very slight modification of the same thing so I basically have to go through and like look at the six and be like okay this one is the best or the same and let's get rid of the rest but anyway this is a monster of a project not really far off from podcast editing but it's really going to benefit my family I keep telling my daughters that after the podcast episodes are done, I promise that I'm on to this. So we've made it through the worst year. And it's so important, I think, to look back on this time, having also encountered a lot of positive life experiences. I think in psychology, they call this post-traumatic growth. For me, a beautiful positive thing that came out of this year with the help of my show is that I grew as a person by seeing your humanity, and I think that that has helped you grow too. So 
thank you for going on this journey with me and for wanting to learn alongside me. I will be back soon for sure. I'll talk to you then. Bye. Did you think there was going to be something here? There isn't.